Friends and welcome to Strangers in the Night, your source for late night VR gaming talk. I am your host, Wes. With me as always, my good friend, Eric. What's up, fellas? What's up, Eric? And my good friend, Roots. Roots, how you doing, brother? You ready to uh, you ready to talk a little VR or do you want to, like me, want to just go back and play some more? <laughs> I, I wanted to go stay in Pop 1. We were actually having a guy had a really good game right, well, not right before the game. The next game we went in, we got our asses kicked, but the game before <laughs> I had a really good game. So I was, I, I the Mr. Tass, I was telling you guys, man, that uh, my I've never headshotted somebody off of a roof and uh with a sniper gun it was so cool it felt so good and uh yeah it was cool i've never uh headshotted somebody off of a roof in a game before <laughs> um, so yeah that was pretty cool uh but but yeah roots taking the uh the mr tass uh to its fullest potential man we were we were rocking it we almost won <laughs> yeah i know yeah, it was couple, so couple, close a couple times we almost won yeah yeah, yeah it was good times. yeah it was a lot of fun um but yeah, man, we, we did, um, for, for those of you who, uh, support us on Patreon, we have been recording, uh, the latest episode of money show. And we did that from pop one, uh, over two days. We, we did a few runs last night. Uh, my quest was dead when we started, so we didn't make it very far and we picked it back up today and, uh, had a blast, man. Did not want to stop. Uh, so I think this might be the first show I've ever started off by saying, Really don't want to be here. Want to want to be in there some more. That was it was a good time. Yeah, and we decided, yeah. or Wes decided, his family is going to have to be playing Pop One now. Yeah. So, uh, but they're going to love it, and it's going to be cool. You got a built-in well, squad the right thing, there. Man. Three of you. Yeah, I, I've never played this game for more than like a week. And like, I'll play a week, and I'll take six months off, and I'll play a week, and I'll take six months off, and it's always right when I start to feel comfortable in the game and start to feel like I can do something when we stop playing it. So like, I don't like just tonight, I started to feel it a little bit like, okay, maybe I can play. And, uh, if past, uh, patterns come to fruition here, then we'll, we'll never pick it up again. And I don't want that to happen. So, uh, we need to be getting in there more often. Shout out delirium. Drew, Drew, you're going to have to move your stream up or, or your, uh, your pop one. Uh, sessions up a couple hours so i can uh, get in there with you guys on fridays yeah i can't believe drew's never invited me me neither yeah it's son, messed of a, up. son of a bitch drew that's messed up drew <laughs> <laughs> anyway it was a good time i too used my uh uh my mr Tass. only i used the quick aim roots was using the mini stock i was using the quick aim and uh it does make a difference i can attest to that uh anyway uh Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for uh, staying up, hanging out, waiting for us. Uh, you know, all jokes aside, I am kind of glad to be here. We got some really cool stuff to talk about this week. Uh, we got old stuff. We got new stuff. We got old things made new again. Uh, Eric, I mean, we've got a pretty wide variety of topics tonight, right? Really branching out. With two weeks in a row, we haven't really done a lot of games. We're doing games and products and topics and i like it it's yeah. different it's a good mishmash right i do too uh i love mash i yeah, mean anything with mash on <laughs> it, it is good absolutely uh anyway with that said uh you know let's not dilly dally let's get in here let's say hello to our friends in chat uh of course wolverza is in the house 
dude y'all just need to grab me when you want to play i'm always up for pop if you want the uh the xp stuff Hell yeah. uh, dude i'm down uh, i'm down now with that said and i mean this in all sincerity eric i want to get you uh in the playstation vr with the aim controller we, we need to do some firewall we need to do some farpoint uh co-op uh it needs to happen soon I'm ready. I got my. I I have everything hooked up. I, I never unhook my PlayStation. I always have it hooked up and ready to go. And uh, probably need to charge my aim controller. But other than that, I'm ready to roll anytime. I've never used my aim controller. Dude. I bought it brand new, and uh, oh, and it's dude. sitting over there. And I keep looking at it, and I'm like, what did I buy this thing for? Techno you never techno really ever. I, no, I well, I you know, I bought I bought it when I got the the used PlayStation VR after I got my PlayStation Five. So. You pl- how did you play Farpoint? You played it with controller? I sold no. When I sold my PS4 Pro to my roommate, and, and I gave everything. It was the the PS4 Pro. It was the PSVR. It was oh, the okay. aim controller. All that stuff. Well, what he's saying, what he's saying, Eric, is that he now has a new aim controller, which he hasn't used yes. yet. Yes, yeah. He did have. He had. He had aim before. Yeah. Right. This right. thing's brand new. Uh, well, yeah. I think we just, I think maybe we just came up with the venue for our next money show, guys. Like, hell yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, we could even we do a split stream there. too with uh, with one of us commentating on two of us going in and, and co op and Farpoint. Oh, God. Wow. Well, I, I know who's, I know who's commentating idea. and who's going to Farpoint. And you guys would be kicking <laughs> some ass in there. <laughs> Yeah, well, we did. Uh, I mean, Roots and I, we did a uh, a Farpoint co-op. That was fun. Uh, gameplay a, a long time ago. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm getting into the shooters again, uh, as we will discuss a little bit later in the show. Onakazi's here. Uh, says he's only used his aim so far for Farpoint. Uh, I can't think of a better way to use it. Salvador's here. What's up? Um, Zayla Maru says I still need to transition to my PS5. Roots. I've got a PS5, and I have Gamefly, which means I have my pick. Any AAA game that comes out, I can just tell them to send it to me. And I haven't been using it. I've had this Ratchet and Clank game here for since it launched, and Did I haven't win? even booted it yet. What? You um, haven't booted that game? That's actually a really good game. I yeah, I know. So I'm wondering, should I play that? Should I send it back and get something else like Elden Ring, which just came out? Mm. I, I don't know what to do. I, I picked it up thinking that I would have psvr2 games to get on it by now but uh here we sit with another year to go and uh i want to get my money's worth out of this thing so what do i do uh my instinct would be um i think you got to get elden ring dude just because it's it's uh, you know well, we're gonna one mash and i are getting it and we're gonna be getting on the ps5 right are you gonna get mash i know i'm getting it um and it sounds it sounds daunting though it's, man. it's going to be one of the hardest <laughs> it it's going to be perfect for wes so it's going to be one of the hardest games you've ever played but one of the coolest the exploration i mean it's it's hands down one of the best things um and you've had that game for i mean even though ratchet and clank is amazing it's you've had it since launch you said uh yeah so well nothing's nothing's been able to really grab my attention except for returnal like i, I want to play ratchet and clank but Whenever I get ready to play a game and I think about it, I'm like, well, I'd much rather just play a VR game. And that's typically what I do. Yeah. Well, you just got to wait for those times. And, you know, there's those moments when you're just so tired. You don't even want to be in VR, but you still want to chill and veg on something. And so that's when you gravitate towards the fly game. Yeah. Occasionally. 
uh tasselhoff says your fallout vr was great today thank you we're going to do a lot more of that and we're going to talk about it a lot more here in just a few minutes drippy the game cat what's up he says hi roots hey uh, yo yo drippy uh roots needs to play bioshock roots does need to play bioshock i i wholeheartedly agree with that it's one of the greatest games of all time return to rapture volume two is coming in a week guys mm. it's coming in a week oh wow uh, so and I don't know if you guys caught it, but uh, a couple of weeks ago, when we talked about Return to Rapture Chapter 1 on this show, um, one of the studios that's helping develop the second part left a long uh, comment with a lot of details about Part 2. So it's a very interesting read. You guys, might, Anybody who's interested in that Return to Rapture uh, Half-Life Alex mod might want to uh, travel back a couple of weeks and read the comments. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I think it's super cool that they're taking a look at what we're doing and they're, you know, interested in interested in what we have to say, which is cool. Yeah, peepers. I call them peepers, peeping toms. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. What are you guys doing in there? Except for we have the window <laughs> wide open, so that's not really peeping. Onakazi asks, has there been an official announcement of Q123 launch? Rumors are rumors and silence is deafening, but so, until Sony states it, it still could be up in the air. That is true. And I will just say this. Um, I, I tend to lean toward believing it, but only because of, uh, the credibility of Brian Paul and, and AJ, um, with that said, nothing about this makes sense to me. Nothing at all about this makes sense to me. Uh, but what they said, Brian Paul and AJ both said that they each had multiple sources, different sources. Each of them have multiple different sources telling them the same thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's something to it. Now, whether or not it's locked in stone, that that's what's happening. They said it's confirmed. Uh, but uh, again, I've heard from multiple other sources this week uh, that they're wrong and that, and that they're shooting themselves in the foot by taking this to, uh, to, to a video. So only time will tell if I had to bet, I'd bet, I, I'd bet on without parole, but, uh, I'm still hopeful. I don't think that uh, that this matter is settled yet. Like, like Onukazi says, until Sony says something, we really don't know. So yeah. uh, I, I would stay tuned. I, I'm very anxious to see how this month plays out, how GDC plays out. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that'll be very telling um, if a month from now we haven't uh, heard anything else about it I, I think it would lend a lot of credence to what brian and aj said yeah absolutely we'll yeah. know we'll know by gdc by the end of gdc i believe yeah Just and we, we we talked about this earlier too if you guys want to check out our money show if you're a patron but you know pretty much all we, we talked about was exactly vr daniel oh. says uh daniel cast says sadly it's bradley said uh he doesn't believe it and I, actually Wes said he's he was uh, mentioned that as well that uh, Bradley said that. That's true. Yeah, Brad. Brad, uh, he's like us, man. It just don't add up. Like it don't make sense to him. The same way it doesn't make sense to us because we know they're going into production, and he follows the production of this hardware closely enough that he knows when when a thing goes into full production like this, you know they can ship in two to three months. You're going to wait a year. Really? For what? You're going to wait until the po the holiday season has come and gone to try to launch this thing? Why? Why are you going to wait till everybody's broke to try to launch it? Doesn't make any sense. Mm. Uh, now, if there's another reason, if they if they're trying to uh, leverage uh, the negotiation with the um, Toby eye tracking, 
maybe that's a possibility. Maybe they they wanted to push it back so that Toby didn't have so much uh, negotiating leverage with them. Maybe that maybe they're waiting on software. But according to Brian and AJ, this is a, a, a an install based thing. Like they want to get more PlayStation fives in the wild before they do it. But that don't make sense either. Like how many more are you seriously going to have uh, in uh, three months? It's not going to be that much. Right. So, well, you said you were saying earlier they already have what twenty million. By the yeah, time yeah, it, right by, the, by, the, by the time now. it ship, if it did ship in in holiday twenty twenty two, it'd probably be what thirty million. How many? How many do they want to have? Yeah. I mean, how many do you want? Do you mean to where you can say, hey, we're not, you know, this 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 install base of the PlayStation Five is not high enough for us to put a peripheral out there. How many do you need to have? Do you need to have fifty million? Because you, do you think you're going to get another twenty million between? you know, Christmas 2022 and spring of 2023, how many, you know, how many more do you think you're going to get, especially if you're still having shortages issues? So what are you going to do? You're going to wait until holiday 2023. We're going to wait till spring 2024 if you don't have enough. So where do you draw the line of just saying, look, we need to put this out there now because if we don't, we're going to be behind. We don't want to be behind right now. We're ahead. We need to get ahead of it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Right. What we talked about earlier is I believe this is a very fluid situation. So what Brian and AJ could be hearing today, which I think they're absolutely, you know, 100% right, okay? I don't I don't doubt whatever they say. Um, but what they're hearing today might not be the same tomorrow. I, I could see this ch- thing changing, going back and forth, you know, many different times before now in release. Right. And what Onakazi said is the bottom line. Until Sony says it, it's, it's still in the air. So yeah. uh, we will see. Um, you know, my whole thing is, is uh, we've seen the production estimates, like the high end, uh, of the first year production numbers for PSVR two, they're one to 2 million. Like, you know, that's 10% of today's install base. Like you need to have another 10 million, 15 million consoles out there before you launch your 1 million headsets. I don't think so. Um, yeah. There's there's more going on here, I, I think, than than meets the eye. There there are things at play here, and maybe maybe it is confirmed, and and uh, everyone else is just you know behind the times on it. But uh, I guess we'll know soon enough. And uh, in the yeah. meantime, we all can look forward to Project Cambria, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's yeah, exactly. in the box? What's in the box? Uh, Techno glitch is here, as is ET. 2k9.now what's up i've never wanted brian and aj to be so wrong before that news well they are wrong from time to time i mean that they did say that uh that rate the oblivion afterlife was a terrible game right so that they're wrong sometimes uh zaylam Rue says the plot thickens indeed it does uh good day ray pope what's up brother uh radio runt idaho is in the house uh let's see here traveling man i think we already said hello to as well as taz salvador hello uh michelle b good evening uh let's see shot town d what's up chinatown d thanks for uh thanks for hanging out uh dark angel what's up dark angel didn't know what to think when i was streaming at uh at 11 to 12 o'clock in the afternoon today um in the morning i started in the morning streaming today instead of streaming yeah i was walking out the the door and i saw you were just right when i was leaving you were starting to stream it was weird i was tired what the hell is going on 
<laughs> After I got done with the uh, money show last night, I was tired. And by the time I felt like going again, it was like 4 a.m. I said, you know what? I'm just going to take a nap. I'm going to take a nap. I'll get up and I'll stream when I get up. And that's what I did. Um, but never fear, night strangers. Uh, that don't consider that uh, to be the uh, the norm. Next time I'm on, I'm quite sure it'll be, might even be after night show. Like I'm, I'm itching to get back in there. So we'll see. Um, let's see who else is in the house. I think that, oh, Sin is back. Sin is back was here, um, earlier. Maybe the, maybe he'll be back a little bit later. <laughs> he was uh, tired. Yeah. That's, uh, typical. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to, uh, complete the roll call. Thanks for hanging out tonight, guys. Um, oh, person, person sliding in here. Project Cambria got announced. <laughs> nice. Well, they, they haven't announced a, a launch date for it, but, uh, they have reiterated multiple times. And again, even recently they, they reiterated that Cambria will launch this year. So that one's coming. Uh, Did you see the, exactly when. Yeah, did you see the screenshot? There was a screenshot that um, a developer had put out there of his mobile screen. And, you know, on the mobile screen, the mobile app for the Oculus app, it actually shows you your headsets, your active headsets. Hmm. And one of his headsets, it was still a picture of a Quest 2, but it said Cambria next to it. It actually didn't say Cambria. It said, uh, what was the, uh, the 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 name of it? The C something? The uh, I don't know. Whatever the, whatever the project name is for the Cambria, it said that next to it. So, hmm. um, yeah. Cool. That's crazy. Yeah, it's coming. There's no doubt. And we need to be clear uh, with Cambria. It's not a new platform. Uh, I mean, it, it's a new headset. It's going to be nice to uh, to experiment with next-gen features on Meta platform. Uh, I think my main use for it will be as a wireless PCBR headset. Uh, I expect it that it'll have, you know, more resolution. It'll have nicer visuals and stuff in it. Uh, face haptics rumored for it um i'm just hardware hungry right now man i'm 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 heartbroken about psvr so i need something to buy and uh i think cambria is probably going to be it anyway seacrest thank you onakazi seacrest that's it thank you man anyway uh why don't we dive in and talk about uh, a little bit of vr um we had a chance to play vox machine this past week and i don't mean the one that's been on steam for three years i mean the one that's coming to quest 2 tomorrow uh we were given access to this game last week by the good people at space bullet uh thank you by the way space bullet not only for allowing us to uh check out the game early but allowing us to talk about it before the uh before the embargo's up so what we had very specific parameters we're uh, we have to follow here, but uh, we are allowed to give our impressions of the game and uh, run the trailer in the background like Ruth is doing here. Uh, anyway, we we checked this out. All three of us checked this out on Oculus Quest 2. Again, launching uh, today, uh, I guess is the proper thing to say, launching today at around 1 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, everyone be on the lookout. I think $30 is the launch price for this. And... Um, I gotta be honest. When I when I jumped into this, I thought, you know, it might be something pretty cool. Um, you know, already knew going in that this was from a very very small team of independent developers, and we only found out about this single player campaign uh, less than a month ago. So my expectations were very tempered for this, 
but as soon as I got in the menu screen, I could tell like this game was going to be a lot better than I thought. And um, I was impressed from the time I put the, put the headset on and booted the game up roots uh, early impressions. When, when you, booted into the the menu screen and you saw the giant mech in front of you and the little ant-like people running around at its base. Um, did it make the same kind of impression on you that as it did on me? Oh yeah, I was amazed actually, but I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I didn't have um, any doubts that it was going to be amazing because I played the, the PC version and I was equally blown away when I played the, uh, the multiplayer back in the day. But uh no, I just thought I couldn't believe how cool it looked on the uh, on the Quest Two, how good it looked, and just um, yeah. The, for me, the moments was like just go, you know, you're in the the mech and you're going up out of the ground and and you're going through all those doors and they're opening up and you're actually going through. And I was like, man, if this thing was like if my ground was tilting and and rumbling was going on and stuff, I, I would be in a Disney World ride or something that was like looked that good and that cool, right? I was like, this is super cool, man. Um, and uh, I don't know. I I felt like it was cool to be a little bit more acquainted, get a little more acquainted with the AI face thing because before in the multiplayer, it was just a lady talking to us, right? Now I get the backstory and it's really cool. Uh, Eric, um, graphically, like exceeds expectations by a mile, at least in my case. Like, these graphics are it looked it reminded me a lot of uh tales from the galaxy's edge like it had that same kind of uh of art style to it um and again what is this six dudes it was a team of three that expanded to a team of six to make this uh and, and again we didn't even know this was coming on quest till a couple of weeks ago how long do you think this thing had to be in development uh to achieve this level of uh polish it's really impressive isn't it yeah it really is i mean for this small of a team to do this i mean this is one of the best looking quest games you'll you'll find um i was shocked i have played the uh, the pc version as well and that's a gorgeous game too the pc version and this is really really good <clears throat> you kind of start in a hangar um so you kind of you see the big huge mech up front so you're like wow this is amazing but when you go outside into the environments and you see what's going on outside it is it's stunning uh, and in the trailer, I'm not sure what version this is in the trailer, but I would say it looks very, it looks very like similar the, to yeah. the Quest 2, right? If it's not, it might be the Quest 2 footage. Yeah, the, the, this is what it looks like. I mean, the, this trailer is exactly yeah. what it looks like. Uh, so, I mean, um, I can't wait to try it out on PC because I'm curious to how much better the PC version could look. Now, you know, I got to be honest, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Like, uh the, graphically the game shines uh in the interior scenes like when you're inside the ship the inside of the mech in the hangar all that stuff's beautiful when you're outside it's beautiful as well but it's beautiful in the distance uh where you're looking looks very good because you're never really quite looking close to you. you're always looking off far in the horizon but if you do stop and look directly down at the ground and at the rock formations that are very close to you they are low res. They're, they're, they're pretty low res. Um, you never notice it unless you're looking for it. And I got to imagine that it's stuff like that, that you're going to tell the difference on PC versus Quest. But again, this is stuff that you really, it's, it's really a nitpick. 
it's not something that you ever really notice while you're uh while you're playing and on cause says uh in the white text at the beginning of the, the this video it says it's p captured on pc so this is the pc version um but uh yeah. i didn't look straight down so i didn't see those rocks but i mean everything looked really amazing to me but i would imagine um like you said that's probably not even a problem in the pc version so right right yeah i think i think that they did a very good job here of uh of you know they know where you're looking right and, and you know i don't want to call it smoke and mirrors but it kind of is smoke and mirrors that it Every, this looks like a pc game i mean he just said this is pc gameplay this is what it looks like it probably has a little bit better lighting probably has a little bit better uh texture resolution mm. on the uh the up close uh the up close items but uh man you don't you don't see that stuff when you're in there i was thoroughly yeah. impressed with how this game looks and plays for that honor for for yeah. that matter um Let typically me... one thing i'm sorry go ahead I was just going to say on that note, let me just, let me read a little message from the dev that he sent. Okay. He said, rest okay. assured that the PC VR Oculus platform preview here is representative of the same great experience players will get across all other platforms we support with the current live product. So I really think that I, I don't know this for sure. Cause we didn't get a chance to play it. Just we were out of time and we had some logistical issues with getting the PC version up and running, but, um, I really think they're going to be very, very similar. Um, you know, I think they might even, they don't know this yet, but for sure, but they might mm -hmm. even lower the graphical settings of the, uh, of what you're going to see uh, on the, on the other version um, to match this version. Cause you gotta remember this is multiplayer across platforms. So, um, you know, you might see a contractors thing. Remember how they, they kind of dumbed down contractors a little bit um with the pc version when they launched the uh, the quest 2 version so mm. i think you're going to see a very very similar experience with both these platforms uh, speculation which is a great thing yeah, this it's is still great yeah yeah just just to be clear this is speculation we don't we don't have any inside knowledge of this uh i think that eric is basically basing this not only on what the developer said there but just the high quality of the quest 2 version it's so good that uh it could pass for a pc game it really could yeah a uh, yeah, person sure. person said he had checked and it's not on vive port infinity anymore so it's not not going to be there and somebody was but asking that, if it was going to this was also the update was going to be on the pc version which it is it's going to be uh, it is. for all of them yep yeah yeah the, the single player campaign will be live tomorrow on all platforms so uh whether you have it on rift on steam on quest uh, you're going to be able to play through this story, which, by the way, guys, pretty cool story, right? Like, uh, fully voice acted. Um, and again, you, you know, you have full character models in here that you're interacting with, talking to face to face. A lot of the times when, when you have this type of game from uh, these the smaller indie studios, uh, the mouth is always weird when they try to talk to you. None of that here. Like, th these are very good looking character models. Mm -hmm. Mouth synced up very well with the uh the words that they're saying uh again very impressive uh not not only is the story good but the storytelling uh has been good so far now again i haven't i haven't finished the game i've only played it for a couple hours uh but so far so good it did start a little slow um story-wise but every game does um one thing i did notice and i don't know if you guys noticed this and this is just my uh maybe this is just a weird um I don't know, a timeline version of, of a different parallel universe. But you're getting up close to these people. 
they got a they have a lot of teeth like their teeth it was, <laughs> i was like wow man they're like a little bit smaller and just a lot of teeth and it's like like extra teeth you think like i don't know man it just looked <laughs> but you're right Wes. that engineer guy that i was gonna say everything looked the, really good with the mouth the mouth um movement and stuff yeah, it's the hardest thing for for uh, these guys to animate. They they did an exceptional uh, job here. Um, again, the character models are beautiful, even with all their their teeth. That that engineer guy, I know exactly what you're talking about. That engineer guy, his <laughs> mouth was from <laughs> ear to ear, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, this but... to me, this was the thing that was lacking with the other version. Man, it was the story. Um, I, I loved Vox Machina on you know on Steam. Um, but it just, it, it was, it was multiplayer only really. And there was no campaign. There was no story behind it. And that's, you know, that's what kind of bored me a little bit with it. So, um, you know, to, to, to have a story now, it just makes the, it makes the game for me. Yeah. Well, and to that being said, the PVP is amazing. Um, I can't wait to get in there when now they're going to have lobbies that are full and, uh, it's going to be so cool. Um, I did go in and, and now let me ask you guys this, just in gameplay wise, um, did either of you. Well, maybe you didn't because you didn't play. Um, maybe Mash did. Um, I remembered that I could like jump or somehow get in the air, right? And so when I first got in there, I'm messing with stuff, and there was the eject button, and so I ended up like I was almost done with the mission. I ejected myself. I had to redo the mission. I was like, "Damn it, son of a bitch!" I didn't know. Um, and then right after that, I found out how I could um, boost or teleport or boost up in the air how cool was that right the directional yeah. and everything oh, I, I love just, it super cool it feels so good that you because that thing i mean you can jump high with that thing and far and uh, i always i found myself having to pull it back to mm. not over jump like when, when yeah. you're following uh your trainer or whatever and uh you know her mech's a lot faster than yours is but if you use that jump thing you could jump right over her and get in front of her um imagine how cool that's gonna too. be in, in pvp west like because you jump up and you're you're going up and over people and turning around and shooting lasering down i mean it is it's it's crazy and you're i think it's like 5v5 or something so you got all your buddies in there you got your little cb and your horn it's just good it's fun good old-fashioned american fun it's almost like jumping flash isn't it? If you get super high and you're, and you're yeah. shooting down, it's, it feels like jumping flash almost. It's cool. Yeah. But see, what's different though is like this is like you did in the in the campaign. And I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but it's really like three minutes in. You know, you shoot somebody's arm off. Well, that's happening. You're PvP and you're getting your arm blown off, or you're shooting the enemies. You're trying to shoot their legs out, so then they can't. Then they're like limping along. I mean, there's. I guarantee it's a. You're gonna have a lot of fun in the the multiplayer. Um, that's yeah. cool uh, roots roots always loves the the multiplayer stuff man uh, i could tell yeah. I, I could feel the excitement coming off yeah. of yeah um fun. i'll be glad to get in there and check it out uh but i'm really digging this, the uh single player campaign that's that's more my speed yeah what you guys what'd you guys think of the crazy like uh mailman guy <laughs> who went nuts in the beginning yeah i wanted to i wanted to fight him before they would let me yeah he was just being a jerk you know he was being a jerk he went completely postal i like the whole workplace dynamic they've got going on here too it feels like you're on a work site yeah yeah absolutely and that ai is like crazy very obsessed with work 
<laughs> yeah. You got to get your quota, bro. Yeah. Um, one, one more thing before we move on. Um, typically, historically, uh, in any type of game that has a, a virtual HOTUS or a virtual joystick that you're steering, um, steering a craft with in game, I've never been comfortable with them. I've never quite felt uh, good using that type of thing. And whenever I'm given an option, I'll always switch off and use like stick controls. Not the case here. I absolutely love how they did the uh, the controls in this thing where, you know, you have a, a throttle on the left and you just set it to what speed you want it and you let that go. And then with the right, you have a stick that you're, that you're using to turn with, but you just grab it, use the grab button to grab the in-game stick. And then all you have to do is rotate your controller like this. And it's so precise and intuitive. I absolutely love how they did the virtual stick in this thing. And I wish more games do it like this and I would use it more often. Yeah. Yeah. Because it always feels like you don't really have, like you're using it and then all of a sudden it loses it. And then you're like, it just, it gets weird. I don't like it either usually, but this one was really good. Yeah. It was super intuitive. I never, I never, I was just going to say, it was super intuitive, yeah. I never felt. I never felt out of control with it at all. And I've never played this game before. And I'm, I'm, I've never really played much mech game, you know, many mech games at all either. Mm. Um, I, I just, I, I picked it up immediately and, uh, it was like, I'd been playing it for years right off the top. Uh, Michelle yeah. B wants to know if they have it versus AI. Well, they have the, the, the game that's versus AI, but I did, I did go into multiplayer just because I wanted to, um check out some new environments and stuff because that's there's so many different environments that um you get to play in right and uh there was nobody there of course because we were playing a, a version that really isn't out there yet um but i was running around and that things were attacking me and i was killing other mechs so i would imagine i mean i i was playing with nobody in there so i was playing against ai so i would say i would say yes yeah that'd be cool yeah. if they had bots you could play against ai bots or something like that that'd be cool yeah but uh, you know, in the like, PC version, they had uh, PC version they had they had a HOTA support. Um, so I'm curious to see how if the new you know with the campaign if they continue to do the the HOTA support because uh, that's how I played it when I played the PC version and it was really good. Even though this, like I said, like Wes said, this is super intuitive. It's really really good, easy to control. But you know, just having the HOTA is always cool. Yeah, I might. Yeah, try it literally though, the only thing as far as movement goes, you set your throttle. Like I said, you're rotating your, your right controller like this to turn. It's And it's super precise. It's not oversensitive. And, uh, it's got perfect range. And then all of the other, like, functions of your mech, uh, you know, are all right there. Everything is, uh, which I, I don't know about the eject. Maybe, maybe you'll hit that on accident. But uh, <laughs> everything else, uh, it, it's... Again, it's all virtual buttons, things that you grab in, in the cockpit, and it all works perfectly. Mm. Um, the only thing that's not like virtual like that are the weapons. And, you know, those are your triggers and your buttons on your controllers. Um, but again, it, it, a novice can pick this up quickly. Mm. Uh, and as, you know, as high as you can get in the air and, and you know, turn midair and all of this stuff, shoot down, shoot up. Uh, never had the least bit of discomfort with it. Like you might think that something that looks this good graphically might suffer from low frame rates. And I did notice 
uh, some foveated rendering. I don't know if you guys noticed the lines, but it does it does use foveated rendering. I noticed it a couple of times, uh, but I never felt like the frame rates dipped, um, and I never really had any kind of headache or eye strain or or, or upset stomach from this at all. Uh, it was just good, start to finish. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Did, did you guys use the head targeting? Or I did. did you switch it over? Oh, yeah, I, didn't so know, I, did. I didn't know. I didn't know that it was there was. I'm I'm assuming there is. I did I did look at the settings and I thought I saw something in there for targeting, but uh, I thought the heads the head the head targeting was was fine. I, I thought it was pretty intuitive. Yeah, yeah, that's the way I played as well. Anyway, I don't know, uh, you know, what else to say. We we can't, you know, obviously spoil the game. These are first impressions. We are ahead of the embargo, so we we don't want to give too much away. But I can wholeheartedly recommend this at thirty dollars. What do you guys think? Oh yeah, it's definitely thirty dollars uh, worth it all day. It was worth it just for that for me, just for the multiplayer, but with the campaign, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Th this is what this is what multiplayer games need, right? Like all, all of these multiplayer games, only like Larsonauts and all these guys that are going broke because they threw all of their eggs in the multiplayer basket. They just need a, a short campaign to add on to it, and then now all of a sudden the value prop proposition's there for everyone. You know, West, all the Wes's out there are happy too, not just the, the Rootses. And, uh, and you know, I don't know why we don't see more of this in VR because that's how it is on the flat side, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And it is, um, it is cross by, right? Dave Curry wanted to know. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you buy it on that, if you, but if you already own it on the Rift version, um, you'll get it automatically tomorrow. Um, so I get it and, for free, uh, bro. Now the only thing I don't know, um, which I didn't ask, is this: is the Steam version getting the same update? It is. Okay, there you go. Hundred percent is. Uh, Thirty bucks, Eric. What do you think? All day long, man. This game is. I loved it when it was just multiplayer on Steam. You know, I, the PC version. Now that it has a campaign, it's so good, man. It's nice to be able to get out of the mech. As soon as I got out of the mech and started walking around inside one of those ships, I'm like, man, this is so cool. You know, you started talking to, you started going and talking to NPCs and you had some backstory, you know, when you actually, you know, load into your Mac, you're going down up in these huge elevators and you load into your Mac and system, you know, it gives you that, you, you have that feeling of playing a Gundam game or, you know, Mech Warrior uh, with this. So if you were a Mech Warrior fan, this is going to flip you out, man. It's, it looks that good. Yeah, it's really good. You, you'll know it. As soon as you load into the menu screen, you'll know it. You'll be like, oh oh okay yeah uh one more question before we move on from this to the next topic um there's a lot of options in here there, there's even some uh unconventional comfort options mm. uh one of which being uh it gives you the option of having an in-game nose uh and I, <laughs> it supposedly makes it more comfortable i turned that on but i didn't see my nose did you guys notice this? Did I read it wrong? What the hell is up with that? I, I'm, <laughs> I can you even see anything on your? I mean, how do you see your nose? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I never knew such a thing was even a thing. I, I saw the in-game auction for extra teeth, but I missed the one for the nose. <laughs> no, I never uh, heard. I that. think maybe, maybe it could possibly be because we were playing on Quest. And Quest is a very constricted field of view. Mm. Uh, I think maybe when we play this on PC and in, uh, in a PC headset, we might be able to actually see the, our nose on our face. I don't know. I'm not. 
I don't think I've ever seen my nose and my face in any VR game. Have you? Mm -mm. I'm not sure what that would do. Yeah, it's weird. That's a weird option. I didn't even see that. I did. I, I did. Um, I did change from the like ridiculously slow snap turn and I, I i and off of the teleport and turned it on to uh smooth turn and smooth although the you still were walking pretty slow like there was you could turn the speed up but you couldn't turn the walk up i want to walk faster that's one thing i would say the devs, I agree with please that. let me walk just a little bit actually about four times faster would be good for me but yeah I'll hardly agree with that. When you're in the ship, you're on foot. Uh, it's extremely slow. It's like pulling teeth. It's like you're, yeah, it's like you're pulling all those many teeth. This is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing. You're like you're used to walking slow in the mech. I'm like, oh god. Okay, at least I can walk fast. No, you're still in mech style, really slow. Yep. So, um, Onakazi says, any chance of having a level where you participate in a the Dallas maneuver and uh first of all i don't know what the fuck that is uh second of all even if i did i probably wouldn't be able to answer that question so i don't know mm, anybody is... know what a, a a daedalus maneuver is i do not i don't either. I know it was part of greek daedalus was part of greek mythology but mm. i don't know what the maneuver would be i do you know you know who who does know what a daedalus maneuver is my mom oh yeah she's been doing that her whole life probably it does sound like a some kind of kinky maneuver yeah i'll tell you what that that girl that's training us i'd like to do a daedalus maneuver with her oh yeah what about the (laughs) i I sat down with her she didn't like me oh yeah that's the thing that was that was what was kind of cool is like you could sit in different seats right and as i was walking around i did i sat down that table right next to her and then she was like just looking at me weird, oh, right? Yeah. And I was like, and then I you know what it is. Hmm. She, she thinks he's better than us. Yeah, this chick legitimately thinks she's better than us. Um, but yeah, no, I um so I sat but then I left and then they said go back and talk to her, right? The other person after I talked to somebody else, I said, Okay, great. She's gonna be nice to me. She was still a bitch. It was like it was like <laughs> it was she was rude. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, she did warm up a little bit after you go back. Mm-mm. But uh yeah, I did the same thing. I sat down with her before uh before she knew who I was and she was like, I'm eating. Uh, yeah, what can I do for you? I'm like, You're yeah. not eating, where's your food? Yeah, like I don't just, see food. She was just sitting there. Yeah, she wanted nothing to do with me at all. Yeah, she, yeah, she just told me to go to bed. Like as soon as she got to meet me, she's like, "Get out of here, pal!" I was like, oh, I'll "Take a hand." I don't. You don't have to tell me once. I'm out, bro. Fine, lady. Wait till you see me on TV. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You're gonna wish. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, good stuff here. Highly recommended. I don't even like mech games typically, but uh, th- this is a, a very well done game. High production value. Good storytelling. Yeah. Uh, intuitive controls and just fun to play uh i dig it it's good you're right radio right it's good mm, it's good it's good it's good it's a good it's a good uh anyway uh let's move along um to something we don't typically do here let's talk accessories since we're on quest 2 let's talk some quest 2 accessories and let's talk a little bit about um, Eric, wouldn't you say it's pretty much the consensus now, the best head straps for uh, Oculus Quest 2 coming from Bobo VR? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, they they probably had the best head, head straps before when they just did the M2 without the Pro. You know, the M2 would just, without having the battery, just the M2, I think they still had the best headset. And when they ended up putting the battery on them, man, I think they've, they've moved themselves above pretty much everybody else. I mean, Kiwi has a nice Elite strap, but no battery. You know what I mean? That's, you know, and, and it's way better than the Elite from Oculus. So, yeah, they're way, they're way above everybody else. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I've got... I've got two of the regular M2s. I've got an M2 Pro, uh, and now I have the uh, the M1 Pro. Uh, but I started out on the M2 Pro. I bought one, uh, and these others, the others I have, uh, were all um, given as uh, review items by Bobo VR. So, big thank you to Bobo VR for keeping us in the loop with all of their latest products. Very much appreciate it. Um, glad to be talking about them, kind of as our first real accessory review uh i can't think of a more deserving uh company so big shout out to them thank you um but when i when i started i started on the m2 regular not the pro the regular m2 no battery um but what i ended up doing with it because the big difference between the m1 and the m2 is the m2 kind of has this extra stability on your head by these two prongs that uh that come up and rest on the on this part of your head right here where versus the m1 it's it's all strapped there's a halo uh part that goes around your head and then a, a velcro soft cloth strap that goes over the top of your head to, for support when i had the m2 the original m2 i basically turned that into an m1 i cut those prongs off i took there there was a velcro strap that came in the box with it and I added that on, and that's how I was using my M2. I basically made it into an M1. Then along came the M2 Pro, which with its hot swappable battery is just an amazing uh, innovation for, for Oculus Quest. This is what everyone should have been doing from the beginning. Kudos to, to Bobo for actually coming through with it. But those head prongs were back. And, you know, what's worse is this time my wife is using it, and she tells me she likes the head prongs. <laughs> now I have to leave that stuff on there. So, so I've been, those have been on there the whole time uh, since I had my M2 Pro. Um, but now comes the M1, the M1 Pro. So uh, this is the best of both worlds for me, guys. Like I get the hot swappable battery, but instead of the head prongs, they have a, a, a strap on this one, but this strap's even better. It's a wider strap. It's a higher quality material. Um, you know, having a house full of people here, all using all using the Quest, it becomes very obvious very quickly that everyone has a different head and everyone prefers something different. But for my taste, for my head, uh, M2 or M1 Pro has been uh, the best Oculus Quest headset uh, head strap that I've ever uh, I've ever tried. Um, Roots, your experience with these head straps? Uh, I've kind of had a similar um experiences you i started with the uh that one that did the the what m2 regular right didn't have a battery had the prongs but i'm like your wife the um the the uh the prongs i never understood but everyone was saying they hurt and never hurt my head i guess maybe because my head's shaped differently or whatever now i don't know on the first one were they when you took those off did you have to cut them off or were they velcro off? yeah because because yeah, I, I got cut them off i, I took because i got the second yeah. one here um 
and it's these ones actually they're velcro so you could actually take them off if you wanted um to not have the thing the, but i guess the thing would the still padding yeah the, yeah the the padding's velcro but the actual things it would still mm. it would hurt worse <laughs> it would hurt worse without the padding and, and for for what it's worth the uh the m2 pro has better padding than the original m2 the m2 padding uh originally was kind of thin the m2 pro has a lot thicker a lot more cushiony padding and honestly i you know well let me just show you um there's a different kind of padding m1 versus m2 pro so m2 pro has this thick cushiony very uh vr cover like stuff inside of it i actually prefer this padding uh versus the m1 even though i like the m1 strap design better i prefer this this material more than uh the honeycomb this, the honeycomb which is like um for those of you who have seen the purple mattress, this honeycomb padding on the back is like a, it's like a purple mattress. It's uh it's, it's the soft rubber and it's very soft. It's actually uh cushion wise. This is great. What I don't like about this is that it's rubber and I have a lot of hair and it grabs your hair. You have to learn to put your headset on differently Hmm. using this if you have if you have a head doesn't, full of hair doesn't get my um, hair bro oh the he <laughs> head full of hair i thought you and there i was thinking this a lot of i hair. uh i i kind of i had the same experience when i first got it but I, if you position it right and the way you put it on and off um i've avoided that issue completely and and uh i'm i'm a big proponent of the honeycomb i think it's way better but i used to have a big Super problem soft. with the sliding yeah and i used to have a big problem with the sliding off the back of my head and the whole headset sliding down on my face because of mm -hmm. that reason. But uh, I just want to answer Onokazi had a question. It was a good question. He's like, I'm curious as to why they called this one the M2 instead of just starting with the M1. And uh, I had the same question I had to ask him. I said, this doesn't really make a lot of sense. And really what happened was they started making the M1, the Elite Strap, a long time ago. But they saw that a lot of people love the Halo design. So somewhere in the, in the design process of the M1, they actually stopped making it and they went, all out to make the m2 which is the halo strap because they wanted they, they knew the people wanted the halo style so they actually put out the m2 pro first because of uh, popularity and then uh, now they put out the m1 so that's the why they did that i'm still trying to decide if i want which one do i want to keep because i'm going to give my nephew the other one with one of the batteries because i only need two swappable batteries um and he'll be i mean it's gonna blow his mind but um i just don't know if i like if i'm gonna keep the uh the, the two or not because i i, I kind of prefer that the halo style versus the elite strap um i just like it yeah there's a few things uh that i that i like um about this and if you're new uh to oculus quest maybe you just got a quest you haven't picked up a head strap yet and you're saying why should i buy this generic strap versus the oculus one so there's a few different reasons why you should do that <laughs> First of all, the biggest reason is this right here. See this hinge? This allows for this to move freely. The Oculus straps don't have this hinge. And what ends up happening is when you take your headset on and off every day, time after time, there's a lot of pressure that gets put on this right here. And if there's no hinge, it ends up cracking and eventually it ends up breaking. I've had three Oculus Elite straps 
uh, two of them broke. The other one's still new in the box. I haven't opened it because I've had these bubble straps and I don't need it anymore. Uh, the other reason, uh, or one of the other things uh, that makes this uh, superior, you know, you can get an Oculus battery pack or, or battery strap, but it doesn't do this. The batteries come off of this and you can charge these. You can buy extras. And whenever your battery runs dead, you just pop another one on. It's got strong magnets in it. You can change these out while you're wearing the headset. No problem. And um, it almost each one of these almost doubles the uh, battery life of the Quest itself. Uh, it, it's, it's really a great system. I'm, I, I'm actually shocked uh, at how good this is. Not anymore, but when I first got these, I was shocked at the quality level of the, the build quality, the design, just absolutely phenomenal. And with this, uh, this M1, I want to show you one more thing that the M2 doesn't have that I really like about the M1 is this built-in wire mm. harness here. Whenever I'm using M2 Pro, this wire always gets loose and it messes with my ears and it's annoying until I get it tucked out of the way just right. With this, uh, with this wire harness, you don't have to worry about that. It, it stays right where it's supposed to be. And uh, I even added an extra little band in here for my link cable. But uh, I just I, I prefer this design over the, uh, the M2 design. Um, and, you know, even though I like the, the cushion on the other one better, uh, I haven't changed it out. Like, I'm still using this one uh, because it is super cushiony. Like, I, I like how cushiony the, the honeycomb is. Uh, I yeah. just don't like how it grabs grabs my hair. It really grabs a hold and doesn't want to move. So I actually found that if you do it more like this, um, and you have it up higher on your head than normal, it doesn't pull on your hair as bad. So when I used to try and do it like this, it would pull on my hair, what, like what you're talking about. But I actually, when I have it on now, I almost have it like this. It's like kicked up at a little bit of an angle, and it sits perfectly, and it doesn't pull on my hair at all. Um, with the back. So um, I think I'm staying with the, I, I have both. Um, and I think I'm going to stay with the, with the M1 just because I like the Elite a little bit better. Um, like I said, the M, the Halo just has a tendency to slide forward on, on my head. So um, listen to Mash. Uh, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I know so, this, they're uh, probably more popular with the Halo, I bet. I guarantee, I guarantee that's probably the more popular head strap. But again, it's nice to have both, man. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, it is nice to have both. And uh, I guess I could go ahead and show you the strap, the, the support strap on the M1. It's a super wide, high-quality uh, strap. It's better than the one that came with the M2, honestly, much better. Um, one of these head straps, whether it be the M2 or the M1, you get one of these, you get a VR cover to replace that face cushion. This, all of a sudden, is a very, very comfortable headset. And it wasn't before. It was actually quite uncomfortable. Um, so, yeah, I, I recommend either. Uh, there's really no way um, for you to know which one's going to be better for you until you try them out. Uh, but the good news is you can get these on Amazon, right? Like, and Amazon has a killer return policy. If you try one and it, it's not great, you can just send it back and get the other one. Mm, yeah yeah and they have the conversion kit too for 14 bucks you can get the conversion kit if you if you really don't know and um then you have both and you can just convert it back and forth um and it's basically you, you get everything with the conversion kit that you would need to switch it to from a halo to a to a, an elite yeah and just get make sure you get at least one extra battery you're going to want to hot swap that thing i was telling you guys with three sure. man with three and my big 
20,000 uh, um, amp thing, I, battery, I, I, I could go forever. Like, you know what I mean? Because as soon as I'm done going through one, you just plug it in. By the time you even just with the three, it's one of them is going to be charging. They charge pretty quickly, right? So, yeah. Like an hour. Oh, again, uh, I, yeah, yeah, it doesn't take very long at all. You, you do want to make sure you're using your original uh, Oculus Quest 2 charging a brick to charge these. You don't want to use like a regular cell phone charger. You'll undervolt them if you do that. Uh, the Quest 2 battery takes a, a little bit higher current, a little higher voltage, and so do these batteries. So uh, you want to make sure you're using that brick. It does not come with a charging brick. It does come with the cable. But it does not come with the brick. You have to use your Oculus Quest brick to uh, to charge these. Um, again, you can pick these up on Amazon. You can also get them from the Bobo VR website. Uh, the original M2 with uh, no battery uh, is regularly priced at forty nine dollars. It's on sale right now for thirty nine dollars. Um, the M2 Pro battery pack is regularly priced at eighty dollars on sale right now for $60. These are 5,200 milliamp hours, by the way, guys, these, these hot swappable batteries. It's like having uh, two iPhone batteries basically in, in one as a backup for your, uh, for your quest Two. Now you can even uh, use it for see... like an extra battery. Mash's wife took it on vacation to charge her phone at the airport. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing with my bubble VR batteries? She's like, I need, I need it. How did she charge off of that? Anyway, I'm curious just, about just, that because you just needed a USB C to USB C plug, which it does come with one, so that's all you just need to do. But that port, the port on the battery is a charging port for the battery. It's not a outbound port. It's a it's an inbound port. It goes both ways. Ooh, just Ooh, like it goes both goes ways. ways. Just, just like somebody else. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Oh yeah. dude. You just, oh dude. Now it's on. <laughs> Yeah, um, if you're traveling, man, it's it, it, oh traveling, man. But if you're traveling, um, you know, it's so good because you know you can switch it. You, you know, like oh shit, I need to charge my phone. And you just use the battery from your your uh, your Bobo, which is great. Yeah, these are high quality batteries too. They have a they have a power switch on them. It's not like a straight battery bank. It's got a power switch on the thing too. Uh, it's got LEDs. Yeah, I'll show you. It's got LEDs on the front just to uh, kind of uh, show you how much charge you have. You just uh, Press the button. I don't know if you guys can see that, but there's yeah. four lights on it to show you your battery level. And you can power it on and off with this button here. Just double tap it. Um, yeah. What's cool is you can even yep. put it on the back of the headset and leave it on there and double tap the battery. Because once you put it on, it automatically starts to charge it. You just try to double tap it and then just go do your thing. And then whenever you're like start to get low, you can just pop, just hit that button and it pops back on. Yeah. Now I don't see uh, I don't see the M1 Pro on the Bobo VR store. Is it been released yet, or is it something that's coming soon? No, it's out. It's out now. You can buy it on Amazon. I know <clears throat> I've never checked the the uh, Bobo store, but I know you can definitely buy it on Amazon. Yeah, Tass said he bought the conversion kit, but ended up re returning it because he didn't like the honeycomb he was pulling his hair. So not my problem. I don't have it. I yeah. don't have that particular problem. It's kind of like you barbers. I don't I don't have to worry about barbers either. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what's complete ass? Do you want to know how much the freaking uh, the Oculus Elite strap is with battery is going for still? How much? 
Yeah, it's like, not it's like 100, bucks. 100 bucks, right? 100, $109 for the Oculus Elite Strap piece of shit with the battery. Like it's, And that's not even with the carrying case. Remember, it used to come for 125 You used to get the carrying case, which was a piece of shit, too. But at least you got the carrying case for 125 bucks. Now it's $109 just for the Elite Strap with battery, and it's no good. That, that carrying case was crap. I didn't like it. No, nah, it was garbage. So um, I am on Amazon now. I do see uh, Bobo VR M2 is uh, 60 bucks, or M2 Pro is 60 bucks. M2 regular is 40 bucks. Uh, Bobo VR F2, I've never seen that one. Active air circulation facial interface. They have a fan for your face, guys, mm. that you can buy for 40 bucks. Wow. Uh, they have a carrying case for $45. They have the uh, Bobo VR retrofit kit uh for m2 pro to m1 pro honeycomb back pad that that conversion kit you were talking about uh 13 for that that's a, that's all it takes um let's see here i'm looking for the uh the m1 uh i don't see it yet the, i do see the 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 individual battery packs those are 35 dollars on amazon and uh here's this e2 case there, there it is Okay, so M1 costs uh, exactly the same as the M2. M2, M1 Pro and M2 Pro both are uh, $60. So basically, it's just Model 1 and Model 2. Wow. Um, right. Yeah, and, and it's a great deal. I mean, it's, I mean, Eric just said that the, the shittier quality Oculus one costs almost $50 more, mm. you know? And it doesn't much, have a hot swappable battery. Like, how much is the ba extra battery? 30, right? 34. 35. Right? Yeah. yeah 30, well, that's yeah, worth it. All you need bucks. is two. So just get one extra. And if you want, really want to get crazy, get three. Yeah. And they really had this yeah, case. Well, probably one of the best cases I've, I've seen, too, by the way. And what's, what's nice with the case is it actually has a spot right in the middle right here for the battery to go. So your battery... You can have one on your headset in there, and then the other one fits right in there. Nice. So, these guys think of everything, man. It's got a nice little compartment right here to put all your almost. Yeah, almost, almost everything because they didn't. I don't. I'm looking for my my con container, my case. It's not here. It's, they didn't think of everything. They didn't think to send me one. Although I do I appreciate what they already sent me. So I guess we got to fix that. <laughs> yeah. so this is what uh th this is what I would say because I do have one suggestion. If if the good people and engineers at Bobo see this. I do have one uh, one suggestion for a, a future iteration of this head strap. Uh, there is one thing I would like to see them modify on it. I would like for the back of the strap, back here, I would like for, for this area back here to have a, a USB-C pass-through. And the reason why is uh, I want to be able to plug my link cable into this thing and I, I don't necessarily need to be able to use the battery, but routing the link cable on this thing is not the easiest thing to do. Uh, I put a band on the other one to, to kind of route it myself. But if they had a pass-through on this, that you could plug your link cable in the back and it just travels along this, then you never have to unplug this. This could just stay in all the time. You don't have to worry about wearing your port out. And, uh, and, and your cable would naturally just come off the back and be more comfortable anyway. Uh, I think that would be a great addition if the, if they could 
pull that off from a technical standpoint. I don't know. I'm not an engineer. It seems like something that they would be able to do, though. It wouldn't be that much more difficult, and it would improve uh, what is already the best strap on the market. Yeah. Yeah. Traveling Man asks if the fan works with the battery pack, and it does. They actually, the cord that you get with the, uh, with the, uh, with the M2 Pro is this cord right here. And this is actually what it's meant for is to plug in directly from the back of the battery pack to your uh, F2 fan really? um, to, to run your fan. Yep. It's actually like the perfect length to, to make it. That's what they, uh, that's what they actually say in their directions. So I'll have to look at it. I thought you, <clears throat> so what, you plug it, you plug it into the top of the battery. Is that what you do? Correct. Yep. And then you can run your fan off the battery as well as your headset running off the battery. Uh, that's awesome. That's really awesome. They they could really, I mean, the, the sky's the limit with something like that. If you have a power source on your headset like that, the, the, they could really uh, come up with some creative uh, creative accessories for, for this thing, like 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 a fan, you know. Yeah, right. That's one thing I could say. These guys are not sitting on their asses. I can tell you that for sure. Because every time they come out with something else, I'm like, holy crap, man! Just, you know, I mean, you're like, oh, okay, how are they gonna make that better? And they come out and they do something, you know, and make it better. So, um, well, I'm glad Oculus or, or Meta is giving them the, an opportunity to kind of <laughs> work on one this time, right? Instead of rolling over to the next gen so quickly, um, you know, it's going to come at some point. But at least they've had time to to put a couple of different products out for this one before they have to uh, move on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Verazzi, you can anyway. charge the F2 fan. Um, he's asking if the, the fan has battery. You can charge the F2 fan and it'll hold the charge and then you can recharge it with the battery if you choose. Yeah. So yes is the answer to your question. It does have an independent battery. It does. Anyway, uh, I don't know what else to say. Thoroughly impressed with the quality of this. It does not seem like generic. This seems like name brand stuff, high quality engineering, high quality products. Uh, really the only question is, is, uh, which one feels better on your head? And the really only way to know that is to try it out for yourself. Yeah, that's true. Yep. All right. Uh, so with that said, let's move on to our final topic of the day. Recently, well, I've detailed the story a few times. I started out on PlayStation VR and it wasn't long after I got into PlayStation VR that I found out about fallout 4 vr being available to pc players uh for a while i had hopes that the game would come to playstation it is a bethesda game after all um but after a while it became abundantly clear that that was not going to be the case this was going to be a pc exclusive forever so i did what anybody would do i just built a pc and uh and bought fallout 4 vr uh this was 2017 um I had an Oculus Rift CV1. I had a 1080 Ti, 8700K, a powerful gaming PC of that time, uh, and it would not run smoothly. It didn't officially support Oculus in the first place, uh, but it would run. There were workarounds, but I couldn't get it to run smoothly. That said, I was a novice. I didn't know about tweaking settings. I didn't know about anything. I just know it didn't work. So that game went to the uh, the list of shame and remained there for years until last, I don't know, about two weeks ago, it dawned on me that not only am I not on my Oculus headset anymore, 
but I'm on a whole new computer now with a whole new graphics card, a whole new CPU. I'm much more powerful in that department now. Maybe, just maybe, Fallout 4 will run for me now. And I'm happy to report I installed it about a week ago, got in there and tested it out, and it does indeed run. Uh, it runs quite well, actually, surprisingly well, when you consider the high resolution in my Reverb G2. The fact that it runs butter smooth and uh, I can stream it and it runs smoothly, uh, that, that really just uh, surprises me. And I'm quite thrilled uh, because really this is, if I could make a game for VR, like if I could just like describe like the perfect game, this is pretty close. Like I, I've put a, a good four hours into it earlier today, live on this channel. And uh, guys, I'm in love with Fallout 4. Um, Eric, I know that th th this is your first time playing it as well. What did you think about this game? Were you as amazed at this post-apocalyptic open world? Were you as, as amazed with it as I was? Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is, you know, and this is my kind of game too, because and I didn't really realize how much of a looter shooter it is, because this is all about, you know, you know, going around and finding stashes and, and, you know, grabbing parts and grabbing, you know, items that you can use later to upgrade your stuff. And I mean, I love that. I mean, that's why I love Tarkov so much is I love, I love finding loot. I love getting loot. And uh, this is a huge part of this game and I love it, man. And the explore, there's exploration here. I mean, it's almost, it's, is it open world? Cause I mean, I've only played a few hours it's into it world. myself. So it just seems like you can go everywhere. Like there was no set path. And like, even in the beginning, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out exactly where I'm supposed to go in the beginning. And it just seemed like you do whatever you want. And then if you wanted to follow a story, you could. But if you just wanted just a sandbox, you could just do that. And what a sandbox it is. Roots, th this map is absolutely massive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's massive. And there's all sorts of crap going on. There's all sorts of people, raiders, animals, mutant stuff. Like MASH said, you're constantly finding um, all sorts of items. Uh, and that's probably one of the things that I'm sure both of you at first, because you're picking up everything, clipboards, like all sorts of shit. You're like, why am I picking up all this stuff? Like, what is all this stuff? Cause you could just feels like you can pick it up endlessly. And of course you eventually can't, but there's so much crafting. Right. And it's kind of like, um, I guess saints and sinners in a sense where you go back to the, to the shop or the, the workbench and you deposit all that stuff and it scraps it into certain parts. Then you're able to start crafting stuff you're finding different things to craft there's so much to this game like you guys are just scratching the surface i've only played i mean i've played quite a bit but i've watched my son play in vr uh, like 20 hours or so and he gets he's played the original and he just goes crazy in there and um just the the weapon system i don't know how far you guys got into the vats vat system where you can slow down time and you can precise <laughs> like that's why i was saying that a couple weeks ago Wes, i was like dude this game is like made for you there's so many every aspect of it the exploration the crafting like even the good crafting of of building stuff um and then once you get that suit um that they you know they kind of allude to a little bit once you meet the, the people in concord um but uh, once you can get that suit then i mean it, a lot of things open up it's really cool this i really love this game yeah, I eventually got into the vats. Um, it took Radio Runt beating it into my head at, with like 15 <laughs> comments. Every time I would fight something uh, and I'd get done killing it, I'd look over at uh, Radio Runt and I would read that he had said, use the vats, use the vats, use the vats. Eventually, after I got inside that compound, that factory, mm. 
in the ne- in the next town uh, past Concord, uh, th- that place is full of raiders, and you kind of need to use the vats in there. Uh, I, after that, uh, I had a little easier time remembering it. Um, but even it, you know, if this game were just a sandbox, I'd be in heaven. Like it's such a vast map. There, there, there are multiple huge cities with buildings that you can go in a large uh, number of the buildings and just loot all day long. You could just loot all day, base build and loot to your heart's content in this. My God, if this were a multiplayer game, it makes me sh- surprised that the uh, Fallout 2077 or whatever it's called, uh, the multiplayer one failed so badly. I Like uh, that blows my mind after playing this, like, uh, this is everything you'd ever want. If I could have people in there with me, like I wouldn't even need the awesome story campaign that the thing gives you. Um, it's just the, the, the level of detail with regards to the gameplay loop. It's, it's so nuanced and, uh, and the maps are so large and I just love this aesthetic. I love the post post apocalyptic aesthetic. A lot of people are, are the Skyrim type people. I'm not. I'm a fallout type person. I don't want a sword. I want a gun. I don't want, you know, dragons. I want zombies. Mm. And uh, this game is, again, if I could, if I could like write my perfect game, this is very close to what it would be. I'm the same way. And you know, what's funny is, um, um, it's 76 is what, uh, um, Onikazi's fault. 76. The reason why 76, and I don't think it's failed. People still play it. And actually I was telling mash and radio run, I want to go back into it. I did get it. I own it. The reason why a lot of people didn't like it um, initially is there was no NPCs. Like everybody you ran into, except for other people, were robotic. There was no there was no interaction with people. Right? It felt very barren, very weird. They've since inter- um, introduced more um, NPCs, and they've kind of fixed that. But uh, but yeah, I agree. This world and and exploring it, I thought it was super cool hanging out with my friends and leveling up um, in an MMO that's in this world, right? Yeah, yeah. There were no. Uh, what you're saying is there were no um, drug addicted old psychic ladies. Yeah, just everything. <laughs> like the, some of the best parts of Fallout is all the uh, the interaction. The you know you you get to to meet um, what's I, I remember what that dude's name is the 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 when you first get to Concord, right? And you get to know these characters um, and, and the whole storyline as things start to develop, you know, there's, there's weird things going on with the human race in general. And I'll leave it at that. So you just like, you don't, you start to look at everybody different. At least I do. Um, and so you just don't know what's going on. And I just think the story is so cool. And, um, you know, Fallout was four was a perfect fit for VR and that's kind of a shame that it, it came out when it did, in a sense, because it kind of falls out under the radar. A lot of people don't have a computer that can run it. And the next thing that I'm excited to do is uh, add some mods to it, which we're planning on doing, because there's a lot of different really cool mods out there. I don't want to change anything. I just want things to run smoother and and play a bit better, right? So, or look a little bit better. I, yeah, I was yeah, shocked I, at how good this game looks. Like, this game was, what what year was this game? Was 2017 17 i mean that's this game five years you, old if this game shipped today i'd be like wow this is amazing great new game but this game was 2017 i mean and it still looks it, this is triple a this is triple a vr man it looks yeah. so good 
You know, I mean, I know I can see there. It's not perfect. There are there are issues. There's small issues, but yeah, compared to what uh, some of the other crap that we see out there, this game's crazy and good. What do you think it says about the VR, uh, you know, library that five years on, this is still a top five VR game? Well, I mean, it tells you a lot of things. It tells you how good Fallout Four is, but it also tells you exactly what has really been like on my mind for over a year. Is just the the, the the games just don't have the depth of the VR games, and they're getting there. Um, but you know, like a game like this it has everything, and and that the the story is so deep, and the gameplay is so deep, and the 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 how you're leveling all your char- charisma, uh, charisma and your strength and your intelligence, like all of those those trees that there's so much depth to it. How do you compete with that, right? Like it—it's it, just very difficult. It's got to be on a different level. Okay. So it shows you why VR was dead, right? Like because we didn't really get these games. This game was largely funded to be a HTC Vive exclusive uh, when it came out. That—that—that that, that was why this game exists. Uh, we got our Doom game. We got our Skyrim game. Again, these are all Bethesda games. Like outside of that uh oculus did some uh some really good um exclusives early on in their in their cycle as well with the uh wilson's heart with edge of nowhere i mean they had some good ones too uh and then sony of course they had sony had good triple a games but they weren't franchises just like uh, the oculus ones weren't franchises only the only these bethesda games we're really the only early franchises we had. Now we've got Half-Life Alex, But again, we're five years later now. And we're only just now starting to get to the point where people are starting to make talk about making these types of games again. And this is why there's such excitement for PSVR 2, why there's such excitement for all of the deals that Oculus or Meta has been making. Um, we can see that Gen 2 for VR doesn't just mean new hardware. It's going to mean a new era of AAA games for VR. And that's really the one thing that the library has lacked up until this point. Yeah. Returnal. Yeah. Yeah, really. It'll be awesome. God, God don't, don't even, don't even get me started on that. Boy. <laughs> it just, it, uh, just, anyway, it uh, just shows you though, what, what they could do. I mean, how many titles are out there? How many IPs are out there that you could easily move into virtual reality, move them into VR and, and have these AAA experiences fairly easy they did this again they did this in 2017 2018 i mean today it's 2022 why can't we take any game especially a first person game and move it into vr and have it work and have it work good and have it look great we can I mean, that's why all these modders are doing it and making all these big companies look stupid you know, risk look so too, taking a third person game putting it in first person and making it phenomenal um so that's why i think why that's why i keep saying i feel like we're just around the corner from a blow up of games just dropping in our laps uh, out of a, they, they had they've been working on them especially for playstation vr2 for at least a year or two right so um you know i think we're gonna see a lot more than we think uh amazing titles it's got to be a question of adoption like like how many did this sell you know i mean did this did this make bethesda any money at all to where they would ne- they wouldn't do it again you know what i mean so or another company wouldn't look at it and go, wow, why don't we do this? So the the difference in adoption of VR back then to what it is now, maybe, you know, because it's way more mainstream now because of the ease of use of, say, the Quest platform, 
maybe it, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's feasible now where it wasn't feasible then or where it didn't make money then. Yeah, for sure. No, definitely. There's more money um, out there. They know that for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. This game could have made great money on VR, uh, VR standards and still been a drop in the bucket for somebody like Bethesda. I'm sure most of the money they made probably came from HTC or Vive or, or Valve. I mean, um, but who knows? I mean, this game, again, it, it persists as one of the best in VR. And, uh, you know, we're going to bring attention to it. I'm not about to walk away from this game like I typically do when we cover games on this show. I typically cover them and then on to the next. That is not going to be the case here. I am playing through this game, or at least very deep into it. And, you know, I'm almost scared to go, you know, dive into the main quest on it because i don't want to i don't want it to be over with ever so like i can see myself playing out a lot of the side quests and there are many you you can just freelance and just start exploring the city and you will run in the side quest on this game that'll keep you occupied uh forever i even told the people who i'm sorry go ahead i was just gonna ask if you found the radio stations in your oh in your no oh in in the oh and so yeah, you can be yeah, like yeah, listening yeah. to to jazz, classical music or like the music in this game is amazing just to be walking around listening to some of the songs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I mean it's a triple A game, bro. Yeah. It's a triple A game, but but now with that said, uh what Eric said was true. It, it's not all sunshine and roses. It does show its age a little bit. Um the, the early part of the game before you you get put into the bunker and really the kind of the prologue to the game um there's some performance issues in that like some real performance issues it was a little jittery for me even on my new computer i had to turn the settings down to get through that initial 20 to 30 minute period uh but it was even worse for you wasn't it eric yeah i don't know what i don't know what had happened with me but uh when i was in the bunker it was it was just really like you would turn if you turned your head you know one or you turned your body one way or another there would be a motion blur um and, to, and then it would take a second and then it would clear and um i said oh man i hope this isn't going to be this way you know what i mean and i started i tried to dial down my settings and go to medium instead of high and it didn't affect it at all i wasn't getting like jitteriness or or, or lag or anything like that it was just a, a blur that was really annoying. But as soon as I got to the outside um, levels where you're in the environment outside, it was completely gone. And you would think that would be way more of a graphical hog than being inside in these mm. corridors. But it was crazy the way everything completely cleared as soon as I got outside. I was so impressed. And I had everything just like Wes had too. I had everything jacked way up as high as I could get it. And uh, on my 2080 Super, I had no issues running it. Mm. yeah after you get outside the bunker like i had my settings dialed back uh but after i got outside the bunker I, I started a test stream a private stream just to uh to see if i could if it's playable if the stream was going to be good quality um i started a stream and i noticed it was working remarkably well it didn't take a performance hit at all after i got out of the bunker and started streaming so i said well let's start to slowly push these settings up and find the line. Let's let's find that line uh, where the the quality st- as good as it can be without uh, affecting performance. And I pushed it up, and I pushed it up, and I pushed it all the way up, and it was fine. And that that whole stream, the whole four hours today, was on max settings in my G two 
uh, which again, just incredible. Um, any performance issues for you, Roots? Uh, I was a little bit. I mean, I kind of had the same thing in the beginning. I kind of was messing with stuff. I didn't really notice if I, I knew that, like Onikazi uh, was saying that um, F uh, Fallout 4 is famously badly optimized. Many of the models are heavy poly-wise, and it's more of a system hog than it should be. So that was one of the reasons why people didn't receive it as well as, as the, it could have in the beginning. And um, it's one of the reasons why I, I the major mod that I want to find, there's mods out there that optimize it a little bit, make it run better for you. Because um, if you're running a 3080 and you're having issues a little bit in the beginning, then that's that's kind of a problem, right? Um, but yeah, other than that, once I got outside, it was fine. And um, I, you know, I did, I was playing on a virtual desktop. So, uh, you know, that synchro synchronized uh, space warp or whatever does really well to keep things um, smoothed out, so. Uh, performance, not the only uh, potential issues here. And it really, it just depends on who you talk to. Um, but th this is, uh, not really what a lot of people would call a full VR game. And mm -hmm. what I mean by that is, uh, there's a lot of button press interaction with it rather than like grabbing and using your hands for absolutely everything. Uh, the weapons are all single-handed weapons. Like you, you can't two-hand your weapons at all. It's a, the, even the rifles are pistols, you know, just long pistols. Um, how about the... the how bet that stuff bother you roots like i got over it pretty quickly because the the aiming and, and the sights that the guns are actually really accurate and what i really liked is like if you like if you get in the wrong kind of fight like the enemies can maim your arm and that will affect the way that you aim and like it's so detailed um but everything else was so good in this game that that stuff really uh i didn't give it a second thought after i got going uh, what about you though? Did did you um, lament at all the fact that this isn't VR AF as uh, our friends at with without pro like I, to uh, I say? I turned it off and it's garbage. I actually I got it on Twitter and I was telling people to play it flat. <laughs> no, actually, um, I actually did. It didn't bother me at all. I, uh, I this is the thing. I, the fact that like even Mash was saying because he was kind of not. I was trying to explain to him that you push an A and you're pushing buttons and stuff. So you, I think you were thinking you don't even get to aim your gun down and stuff. I said no. He's like, is it the game pass? I said no. You're you have your gun. It looks badass in your hand. You're you know there's so many different weapons. Each one of them different. Um, could it be different? I mean, I guess it can. You can get mods that can have you hold and you know they can. I don't get hung up on all that. I just want all the story. I want the depth of the gameplay. People get so so wrapped up in everything that you just talked about, but then they have no problem with there being nothing to pull them through the experience. <laughs> I kind of need a story, and I need good gameplay, and I need a lot of an, an amazing gameplay loop, and this game has all of that. Now, I don't know if you got your first companion or not, um, but those companions are actually really cool and helpful. So, I did not get a companion. I mean, unless you count my dog. Well, yeah, yeah the dog is pretty cool. You know, you can, that's yeah. what's kind of cool about this too, is you get to make choices. Like you can, you don't have to have, you can send the dog away and, and, um, and then just go do your thing single, you know, same thing with the companion. Do that. This, this dog's like Haru, dude. There were parts where he was floating in the air and <laughs> like, it, it, it was amazing. I would never send him away. He saved your ass too, man. And if something comes in attacking you, he's right on there. Right. He'll be the first one in there. He kicked those moles asses. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, super cool. He'll take down the rider too, and and the zombies like he'll attack them and get them on the ground so that you can shoot them. And he even found a safe for me once. Like when mm. we came back to Sanctuary from Concord, um, he started barking it with his house, and I'm like, you know, what is it, man? And I followed him in there, and he took me to a safe. Mm. Pretty cool. That is nice. cool. Yeah, he'll find, help you find some secret stuff, the secret stash. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Eric. Any uh, any any issues with the uh, the 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 kind of the dumbed down button press uh, control scheme in the game? I didn't even think about it. I really didn't. Um, I was so into the story. I was so into the world that I was in that it didn't bother me at all. And and it does bother me in some games. I hate that sometimes you you hit your you know to open a door you got to you know highlight it and then press a button. It does bother me, but. For some reason, this one, it just didn't. Um, I was so enamored with the environments and, you know, the weapon looked cool in your hand. And you, you, you got to aim down the sights of the weapon, which I thought were cool. And um, the only issue I had was it wasn't with how the controls are done, but I had an issue with my controller. I, I played on the index and I had a little bit of an issue with the index controllers. Like the, uh, the wheel for the dog commands um, kept, you know, kept going off for me. Every time I tried to turn, I would like you know, I would turn right or left and it would, it would issue a command for the dog when I didn't mean to. So I don't know if that's just a, um, uh, an index issue because with the index, a lot of times they're asking you to use that touchpad and not the, not the stick, which is a little bit weird. So I just think I need some more time with it to get used to it. But other than that, I thought, I, it was I, great. I'll tell you what to try because I had some control issues with it initially as well on my G2 controllers. Um, all the functions were there, but it wasn't optimized very well, especially with the weapon wheel and and those type of things. Um, I went in and, and downloaded a, a a new controller mounting from the community. I made sure I picked one somebody who had multiple, you know, thousands of hours, and uh, you know, a highly rated uh, binding. Downloaded that, switched to it, and it's been perfect ever since. Everything's been absolutely perfect since then so you might try just to uh see if That's there's a better binding uh and, and that could make a big difference for you yeah i'm sure there is then yeah i mean because the community with the bindings is so good usually so i'm sure somebody's got something great there i just didn't even think to, to go in and check it yeah uh something else i was really impressed with too is uh or really surprised me uh were the how good the uh throwing mechanics in the game are like I expected it to be a, like a button press thing where, you know, you equip your grenade, you see an arc, you press the button and it throws it for you. No, no, you, you arm your grenade and throw it yourself. And, uh, dude, I, I was killing it with those grenades. They were going right where I needed them to. I was blowing up the turrets like it wasn't shit. Um, loved it. It was really well done and surprisingly so. That's what my point about this whole thing is, is it, where it matters, they made it VR enough. We're throwing stuff, shooting the guns. Would have been nice to hold, you know, two guns or two hands on the gun, but I don't think they were doing that much back then. Maybe they were. I don't know what, what the reason is for that, but it's actually done very well, and uh, I can't wait to see the, um, you know, with mods. I mean, there's just so much going on. Well, like you said, look at all this crap going on. This This person is non-stop been fighting shit for the last like five minutes of this video it's crazy uh wolveraza asks so the left arm is totally garnished not totally you use it to pick up items you use it to interact with things like doors and uh you do use your left hand and if you want you can put your pip pip boy on your arm oh, yeah. and interact with it that way but i chose not to do that i prefer to have 
screen. Uh, the Pip Boy uh, HUD just pop up on the screen. I found it much much mm -hmm. easier to use that way. It is. Uh, I had it on my wrist, so I may have to check that out. Yeah, I saw in this That's video right. the guy's using. He's not do, using the wrist, and it, I think it would be easier just to have a, a display. It would, be, I guess. And this is kind of ironic because a lot of people would say that it, it's immersion breaking, right? Like having a, a display pop up instead of you know it's designed to have it as a, your the wrist. It's a cool technology, but I I agree. I I think it would be better to have that display. It was hard to navigate when it was on your wrist because you're turning your your arm sideways, but the uh, the thumbstick is on that same controller that you're using to navigate it. And it seems unintuitive because you're pushing one way and it goes the other. And it's inverted to begin with, by the mm -hmm. way. Um, like if you notice on, when you go to the map, you press up and it looks down. You press down and it looks up. Uh, you actually have to go into the settings and hit invert controls to get it to actually scroll the correct way. But even on top of that, when you turn your hand sideways and now left is up and, and, and right is down and up is right, you know, it makes it so much uh, more difficult to deal with. I found it much easier to, to navigate, just having it pop up on the screen, having the uh, controls inverted so that they work the way that it seems like they should to me. And uh, after, I, after I figured out what the settings were, um, all of the friction that I had early on went away. Like it was just butter after that. Cool. Uh, anyway, I love this game. It's already one of my favorite VR games. Uh, I'm not going to stop playing it. People have told me to keep streaming it, so that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring you guys along for every step of the way. As long as you guys watch it, I'll keep streaming it. But regardless of that, I'm going to keep playing it uh, because I absolutely love it. And um, hopefully um, we get more of this in the next gen. That's kind of what we're counting on, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got all these big moves and these big companies, right? So I think it's going to happen. I yeah. agree. Uh, I this think, is this I Sony's going to make it happen. Exactly. As I was going to say, you, this is, should make you feel good about what Sony's vision is. I mean, because if they could do this back then, you know, this is what Sony envisions. This is what they want to do. They want to do hybrid. Now, could you do the controls maybe a little bit better? Yeah, but again, it's four years ago or five years ago. So why can't why can't they make it better now? Why can't they make it a little bit more uh, VR? Um, but Give me the triple A, man. Hey, you know what? Give me the triple A. Give me this in a new game. I'm fine. I'll, I'll, I'll live with the controls the way they were. I was happy with it. Yeah, that's cool. Absolutely. And uh, and by the way, guys, if any of these downsides that we have mentioned uh, is a deterrent for you, if it's a game breaker, like I, I just I wouldn't be able to play like that. Guess what? There's mods for all of it. There, there's mods that make the graphics even better. There's mods that make the performance better. There's mods that give you a full body with full inverse kinematics. Um, there's mods that, that make everything uh, have VR interactions so that you, instead of button presses, you actually use your hands. The, there are mods to take the HUD away. There's mods to make it a super hardcore survival game. Uh, there are tons of mods for this. And uh, most people recommend that you play it with the mods. But my whole thinking was, how could I possibly appreciate any mods if I don't have a baseline experience to go off of? So uh, I'm playing through it like this. And then maybe later I'll start experimenting with mods. But I'm completely happy with it as it is stock. So it'll probably be a while before I start messing with it. I would at least mod the optimization, even though you probably don't need to. But I'm, that's what I'm going to do. 
because I'm not really worried about, I don't want to switch anything. You know, I just want it to run really good. That's all. It, it didn't uh, seem like the mods like... were super easy either. Uh, did you guys look at how, you know, it didn't, it wasn't like it was uh, like it was first like Resident Evil 2 or, you know, some of these other mods that we've done. This lo it looks a little bit more involved. Yeah, if you want to do the whole Genghis VR pack, uh, then yeah, yeah, it's looks like it's going to take hours to 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 do it correctly. So, um, yeah, maybe later. <laughs> I'm happy with it as it is. I'm going to keep playing it. You guys going to keep playing it? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I'm I'm hooked, man. I'm hooked now. So uh, anytime I can get a chance to get in there and do it, I, I'm I am I'm definitely going to do it. I want to find out where oh, my kid is, man. Sean. That where's sean man how many wow. shot shot my wife that's yeah. crazy dude spoiler oh wait this game's been out for five years <laughs> if we're spoiling Seven now years. we're in trouble man yeah. yeah yeah so we're all gonna keep playing it so i, I think it's highly likely uh, a couple months down the road we revisit this on this show as we get a little deeper into it i do think this is something we're going to be playing a couple months down the road there's enough game here to support it and we can't just shut everything down and play this although I did kind of joke on the stream earlier that I was closing down the channel until PSVR 2 comes out and just playing Fallout 4 until then. So, well, this uh, is the beauty, you know, like we have to do all this other stuff or cover this or cover that, but you've never really relied on your streams to do that. So your streams can just be, as far as you're concerned, you can just be doing this, you know what I mean? Just going to... You know, I know ZimTalk does that with Skyrim. He just goes very deep, spent hundreds of hours streaming it, right? And it would take a while oh, I've to got get three. to that point, but yeah. yeah. I've got three. I'm, I've got three I'm pretty much going to rotate on my streams. No. 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 Three games. Three games I'm going to rotate. Uh, I want to play this. Uh, I want to play through Aftershocks because, as you know, we've got, we've got new content coming from them. I want to finish Aftershocks. And uh, I want to play through the return to rapture chapter mm. one because chapter two is coming to pick up right where that one ends off so i want to play through that so i can fully appreciate uh the second part which again is coming in a week that's crazy cool. yeah uh anyway uh before we go i want to shout out our newest patron which he isn't really a patron he didn't join the patreon uh but he gave me a hundred dollars cash the other day when i went to work and said here i love your channel i want you to succeed please take this money and after me arguing with him about it for about five minutes i just i uh, took it uh so he's now a patreon he's going to get access to all the patreon stuff chris meadows thank you sir for your support um get this guys like this guy recently just got back into flat gaming like recently uh, it's a guy that works in my department on another shift so as we're passing in the locker room each day, I start talking to him about VR. Just so happens that like his favorite game in the world, Fallout 4 VR. So I'm like, dude, I just installed it. I'm getting ready to play it. You can play it in VR. It's going to be amazing. So he starts, uh, I give him the channel name. He starts watching the content, starts watching the 2021 show. Oh, wow. And, uh, and loves our channel. Decides to support us. Gives me a hundred bucks um the next day or maybe it was two days later the guy orders an oculus quest 2 it should have been there today so he should have his headset right now uh try, trying it out for the first time so uh, a big shout out to him a big thank you i, I was really? a bit heartbroken today when i was talking to him um he said oh man i can't wait 
He, he watched the stream. He caught a little bit of the stream today. I can't wait to play Fallout 4 in VR. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what kind of a computer are you running? I've got a 1660 Super with an i5. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Um, Pluto Sphere. You might want to, you might want to, yeah, you might want to Pluto Sphere that, bro. I don't, I'm not so sure your computer is going to cut it. No. You no, know? oh, you're going to have to mod the hell out of it. The game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because whatever they do, I guess they're, the, the mods are changing the polys, right? Making it a little bit easier to, to run. I, I am going to do when I ran, when I modded Skyrim, I think I had like 250 mods on that thing. That's crazy. It was That's crazy. Too much for me. But it was That's crazy. Too much for me. Dude, it, the thing <laughs> is, is it's, it's like tattoos, it's addictive. And there's so many cool things. And you're just like making trees cooler and taller and adding dungeons and adding dragons and adding this and adding that it was so cool man like there's so many cool mods i guarantee fallout 4 would be worth it for sure so i'm gonna be checking it out um and seeing what i can make it look cool anyway i'll help him get a, a an acceptable playable uh way to uh to play fallout 4 eventually but again this is his day one mm. in quest but let's let him get through first steps make sure he doesn't get sick Let's get him a, a VR cover and a head strap, a link cable, and then we'll start talking about PC after he gets used to uh, some standalone stuff. Whatever you do, don't put him in fucking Beat Saber. Mm. Don't let him ah. play that garbage. Stick Not him on No Limits too, so he can get sick. Um, Wolf Roger says um, that's close to what he's running. He's going to force it, and he'll let you know if he can pull it off. There you go. There you go. There you go. Good. Thank you, Wolvie. Uh, if, if you're watching this, Chris... Uh, Thank you, know, you. You might want to join our Discord. Wolvraza is uh, is a uh, active member on our Discord, and he'll be on there sharing his experiences trying to run Fallout Four on a computer that is similar to yours. So you'll know uh, if it works, if it's possible, he'll be able to tell you. Yep. Yeah. And Chris, don't play Beat Saber. It's garbage. Don't play Beat Saber. And I'm going. I think I'm going to put him in Zombie Land. Synth like, that's a good beginning one. one, right? That's a great one. Synth Riders are musical one. Yeah, Synth Riders would be great. <laughs> But uh, Zombie Land, you don't have to worry about the locomotion. Uh, there's a there's a firing range in it, like you know, outside of the 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 levels. There's a firing range with, with a bunch of weapons that you unlock. Uh, I think it's a good beginner game. I think I think I might have an extra key. Swarm just Swarm's out. a great Ooh, beginner yeah. game. Uh, there's another one. I don't know. I went back in there the other day and I was like blown away again. Yeah, so many. There's so many good standalone quest games now. Like. It's quite, got quite a library. It's come a long way in the last year, year and a half. Yeah, because remember when Quest One came out, was first came out, and you were like, "What's it going to take to to get you into uh, get a Quest?" And I was like, "Well, for one, there needs to be a game that I can't play on my Rift, and then now there's tons of right. them, right?" Yeah, yeah, tons. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite now is what it used to be. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Everything Rift gets is is a Quest port now. It's just crazy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that's going to wrap up our show tonight. I want to thank everyone in the chat who has uh, stayed up to talk about these awesome games, awesome products with us. Uh, guys, super fun show. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was cool. I really yeah, enjoyed I had fun doing this games. one. Yeah. Yeah, I like when we do a little bit different stuff. I mean, sometimes we're always forced to like do games, and you're like, oh, do I have to do that game, or I don't want to do that game. But I like when we do, well, we, know, we do what we want to do, which is what I like. Well, we kind of broke the mold a little bit toward the end of last year, but then after we got into 2021 show and past that, we kind of defaulted back to what it was before. 
and I feel like now we're just now starting to get our vision back as to what we need to be doing to, to have different content. So more split streams, more real-time reviews. We've got the next episode of On Location lined up. We've got a money show that's going to be dropping in a day or two for the patrons. Uh, we're getting back to it. We're, we just did our first real accessory review. Uh, it's going to be a great year, guys. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, it's going to be exciting. Anyway, if you like the video, give it a thumbs up. If you're new to the channel, don't forget to hit the big red button and ring the bell so that you can stay up with all of our content uh, going forward. Uh, again, uh, if you want to support on Patreon, there's a link down below. It's only $3 a month. $3 a month. And that gets you access to our weekly show notes. It gets you access to exclusive content and insider updates, uh, all for less than a dollar per week. Uh, it's the best deal in VR, except for maybe Viveport. Viveport's pretty good too. <laughs> um, and last but not least, of course, uh, there's an invitation down below to join us in our home on our Discord channel, Virtual Strangers Discord. Uh, it's where all of us kind of uh, meet when we're not on the air, when we're not in the game. It's where we meet to decide to go in the games. Um, it's where we live. We talk games. We talk life. Uh, we invite you to uh, to join join the family. Uh, again, invitation link down below. Wolveraza, $3 donation. Great show as always. Enjoy VR, everybody. Thank you, Wolveraza. Uh, super cool of you as always. Yep. Appreciate oh, yeah. you. Anyway, with that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Roots and Eric, I'm Wes. We'll see you very, very soon. Bye. Take it easy. See you later.